0: you
1: Oh, nice low tone there. That was your low tone for Angel, wasn't it? For Angel. Yes, Merry Christmas,
2: everyone! (laughs) It's a very special Christmas episode. We
1: recorded this Christmas episode in the summer so as to, as closely as possible, resemble a California Christmas.
2: Yes, Christmas in July. Christmas in July. Yeah. July Edmonton equals... December... California. California, if we're lucky. <laughs> uh so this is amends. Really getting into the season here. It's like a third of the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or more. Uh I don't know how many episodes are in this season? Twenty-two. Okay, excellent. So this episode was so satisfying. I know. It's so funny because a few episodes ago I had a rant about, like, how much I hate Angel. And, like, and how what's s- he doing yeah, here? Yeah, I was and- like, what the fuck? Um, so this episode, <laughs> I'm sure you were like, um, just wait and see, Marley, stupid idiot. <laughs> no, I think you're meant
1: to be frustrated. I think you're meant to because the characters are also experiencing that. hmm So, but but you know it's not always the case that a show is going to frustrate you on purpose and then hopefully give you what you want. Um which we'll discuss whether or not we did that mm-hmm. today. But I, we'll discuss other things too like Angel's Irish accent and <laughs> like a Christmas miracle and <laughs> <laughs>
2: miracles do happen. They do. <laughs> what's the sitch, Marmar? Tell me what's happening. Okay. We start off in Dublin, <laughs> 1898, uh, just straight out of Dickensian uh, Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dickensian Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> everyone's got their bonnets and their Christmas carols. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's got their carriage. Yeah. And everyone's got their maid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's... Amazing. I screamed because it means the return of Irish Angel, which uh, we... Did not disappoint. (laughs) Uh, So amazing. Uh, The accent, the hair, the mustache. Oh, my God. Yeah, he goes through a lot
1: of looks. I mean, I know that's we've got a whole section dedicated to that. Mm -hmm. But his transformation throughout this story is also quite important. Yes. Because, you know... He's a hot, young, huge man. Mm -hmm. He's a huge presence. Yes. And I feel like our tormented, dark, brooding, very Lord Byron angel set in 1999, we forget his hulking size. Yes. And his beastly intimidation. And I am reminded on this Christmas Eve (laughs) of his humongous stature. (laughs) Yes.
2: He has a – he has – in this opening scene, threatening uh, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Uh, poor Daniel. Uh, yeah. Daniel ha- owe- owes him some money. I don't know. Cards. Sure. Yeah. There's some kind of thing, altercation, and Angel takes his revenge by murdering. I think he allows Daniel to pay his debt mm-hmm. with his blood life. Sure. I think yes. that's the exchange. All right. A good deal for Daniel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, at this point I realized it was a Christmas episode because he's like, uh, what does Angel say? Uh, he just says, come on, Daniel, it's Christmas, and then just <laughs> eats, eats him. <laughs> That's when I wrote, Christmas episode. Cheer up, Daniel, it's Christmas. It's our first Christmas episode. Yeah. yeah. So, amazing. I love a holiday-themed episode. Yeah. Um, it's why I love Halloween. Yeah. We haven't had Halloween in this season but we Christmas, get Christmas. is
1: big budget. So mm-hmm. you can't do thematic episodes in the same way in television in, in this time unless you have a lot
2: of budget. True. You and can't. This is a big budget yeah. episode. The, we have every character, we have multiple locations. We've got snow. We've got, we've got costumes. Like, yeah,
1: we've got like five or six looks. Yes.
2: We've got hundreds of extras in this Dublin yep. scene, like, in all in their bonnets. So, yeah, big budget episode. And then
1: we have a full block of snow foam at the end.
2: Yeah. So we
1: have, yeah, it's... <laughs> you just can't do Christmas without breaking the bank. Yeah. Not even in TV.
2: This was a really great, important episode to break the bank oh, for. Yeah, it is important. So we... See that Angel wakes up and has been sort of dreaming of this past encounter. We get so much shirtless Angel in his bed, like... <sighs> Another Christmas miracle. <laughs> Sweaty Angel <laughs> in bed with his red sheets. Oh, burgundy, please. Burgundy, okay. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah it's, it's so good. Sexy. It's so good. Was this the same color sheet as when they... Ba-ba-bone Ding, ding, ding. Yes. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Thought so. We've got a beige sheet
1: in that episode as well, but we do have a burgundy sheet. Burgundy.
2: Burgundy sexy, 90s sexy. And it's blood, right? Absolutely. He's in his
1: blood bed. Yeah. He's in his vampire lair. Yeah. He's in his crimson sheet.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So... I wrote runs into Buffy. It's because he's like wandering around like kind yeah. of a little bit disturbed by his dream. And I think he's trying to figure out what who who's
1: real. What what's reality and what's dream? Mm. And so he goes out into the public maybe to get some fresh air. Sure. But yeah, he runs into Buffy on the street. Buffy's carrying a gift, a wrapped mm-hmm. gift. Uh and he's noticed noticeably distraught, mm-hmm. but very secretive and cagey about what's going on. And the last thing that's happened is they've been like, "We're not talking. Yeah, we're bye. not seeing each other.
2: We're not friends." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No? Yep. Yep. And so he has this little combo with her, and then sees Daniel yeah. behind her. Yeah. So this kind of leads us. I don't know, to think that the dream is sort of blending into reality okay. or something. I, I wasn't sure at this time if it's just Angel being a little cuckoo or if it was demon demonology. But If you had to take a stab at it at this point, what would you say? Well, I thought it was, I don't know. I just thought uh, he was being haunted by his past. Okay. Yeah. Well, and isn't that true? Yeah, it's true. Like,
1: like despite whether you believe the first evil is true, mm. honest, real, like how that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think that he him being haunted by his past is true no matter what you think yeah. about the first evil. And he just
2: always is. Yeah. Like this is part of who he is. Yeah. It's part of his his story, his character. If
1: you think about this happening to Angel every day, you'd be right. Yes. So we're finally understanding what his experience is like. We're getting, like, a realized reenactment of his torment.
2: Yes. And it makes me, I mean, the show is doing what it intended. It made me much more sympathetic to Angel, whereas a couple episodes ago I was like, I hate Angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the show is, is leading me along the path, I think. It's a roller coaster for mm-hmm. us all.
1: <laughs> For us all. For
2: us all. So say we all. <laughs> so after the credits, we have Buffy, Willow, and Xander at school. Um, it's interesting, now that we've had this sort of breakup stuff, it's back to the OG gang, which is Buffy, Xander, Willow, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of fun, but, uh, you know, it's all a bit awkward. Um, but they're kind of dealing with it by by hanging out. Uh, they're talking about Christmas and then Willow reminds us she's Jewish. We all forgot. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, it's so meta. It's so great. <laughs> it's so cute. Not everyone worships Santa. <sighs> oh God, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's really, really cute. Uh, and then, uh, we see, uh, Willow and Oz have their little conversation. So Oz comes and finds Willow and is like, "Let's let's chat." Um, it's so cute. They go into this classroom and like Oz has been thinking about their relationship. Like Willow wanted to get back together, but he was like, "I need to think about it." But this conversation is so mature and sweet and amazing. Oz is the most perfect person ever.
3: Okay. The thing is, seeing you with Xander. It was well I never felt that way before when there wasn't a full moon but I know you guys have a history
0: but it's a history that's in the past well I, I guess most history is in the past but it's over
3: well I don't know I don't know that it ever will be between you two
0: Oz please believe me
3: this is what I do now. I miss you. Like every second. Um, it's like I lost an arm. Or worse, a, a torso. So I think I'd be willing to give it a shot. Really?
0: Do you want us to to hug now? Yeah, I'm good for that.
1: What makes you gush about this conversation specifically? So, (laughs) (laughs) like, what about it is, um... I agree. This conversation is very special and it's very unique.
2: It's so mature. Like, uh, like this is just not a conversation that happens very often or especially in high school. So there's been a indiscretion of some sort and someone goes away to think about it and then comes back and is not... I, he's not angry. He's not... Um, I think he was sad and he's very... He reveals, you know, he it made him sad. It, Xander has a special place in her heart, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that he really wants to be with her and, you know, he's not mad at her. He's not angry. I just think this is so rare for men who are conditioned to react with anger, uh, with rage, with testosterone uh for someone to react like this I think it's amazing
1: (laughs) he acknowledges he says when I saw you with Xander well let's just say I don't normally feel like that unless it's a full moon Mm. so he does acknowledge I interpret that as saying I was angry Mm. I was I was angry so like it's like he says that outright he's like it was painful and I was angry And it like lit my heart on fire or whatever, whatever that is, whatever he's expressing to her in that moment. But he doesn't bring any of that anger into that conversation. Mm -hmm. And he is able to tell Willow that he loves her and part of her is... This past with Xander mm-hmm. and ignoring that does neither of them any good. hmm And it probably would lead to more lies. Yes. So being with Willow will mean accepting Xander in her life.
2: I just I just think it's amazing. I just love Oz. Yeah. I was just this made me love Oz so much and like this episode, I just love all the men revealing their hearts in this episode it's so it lovely. Is.
1: The Christmas gift of this episode is all the emotional work. Yes. That the men do.
2: Yep. It's amazing. Including Giles. <gasps> yes. They all have a
1: different role to play and a different job to do.
2: Even Xander. Oh yeah. Yep. He comes to the table. Mhm. So it's yeah, it's it's they're so good. Loved it. Then Joyce and Buffy are Christmas tree shopping. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, it's so cute, and then, very funny when, uh, so Joyce is like, maybe we should invite Faith for Christmas Eve, uh, as they're shopping around for their stupid tree, and, uh, and then Buffy's like, yeah, okay, I'll go ask her, but what about, um, Giles? No. (laughs) No. Let's split up. (laughs) I'm sure he doesn't want to spend Christmas with a bunch of girls. Let's split up. Okay. Yeah. It's so funny. This is obviously a, a leftover, like bit of feelings from Band Candy when they made out on a police car. <laughs> so funny. I love that this is Joyce's
1: reaction too. That no. she's just like, "No, I'm not. Inter- I'm, I am not interested in Giles." When I first saw that relationship, I was like, "Oh, Buffy has a mommy and a daddy now. Like yes. they're gonna get
2: together." I mean, the chemistry was good. Yeah, and but it is good. Yeah. But no. But uh, it's not going to happen. Joyce is not interested. Yep, and that's that's cool. But yeah, it's, it's very funny. I love <laughs> that they brought that in. <laughs> Joyce remembers, <I> know. <laughs> which is really funny because last episode, I don't know. It, it sometimes we don't know what's going to be remembered yep. in this show. So, like she remembers all of that, um, that whole episode. Band Candy when they were their younger selves. But like last episode when. Cordy had her the wish like she they don't remember any of that no nope. it's sort of just a it's an alternate reality yeah kind of thing that was born and then taken mm-hmm. away it's just funny what is remembered in the show and what isn't remembered yeah. it depends so uh <laughs> this is when Buffy notices this bunch of dead trees yeah and the guy's like well, I don't know this I'll is sell you one I'm gonna make a deal yeah this <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas tree <laughs> it's good Uh it just you know, it's a strange thing, and we know strange things in this uh, world are not usually coincidences. They totally. usually mean something. Yeah. So that was peaked in my mind, yes. and then brought back later. Yes. In the episode, uh, then we go to another angel. Freaky nightmares. He's having some freaky nightmares of these um faces with like fucking cross eyes, X eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Very scary. Burned,
1: branded Ooh, eyes.
2: Branded. Yeah. Black.
1: It's yeah. scary. Burned
2: shut. Yeah, those those faces are very, very scary. Some high budget prosthesis. They're kind of the anti monk, is how
1: I think of them. Ooh, cool. Because they're in these robes mm-hmm. and they're silent. Yep. We don't hear them speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that they have a ton of opportunity, but that's not their role in mm. the episode, and it doesn't seem to be their role. With the first either. Mm -hmm. First does enough talking. The first evil does enough talking for all of everyone. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're pretty creepy, hey? Yeah, very scary. Creepy Christmas. Mm -hmm. I love a
2: creepy Christmas. Merry creepy Christmas. (gasps) Uh, So Buffy goes to the motel to invite Faith Mm -hmm. over for Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, Faith has decorated her room Mm -hmm. with some little lights. And when Buffy's like, you know, do you want to come over for Christmas Eve? She's like, no, I have a party, whatever. It's going to be cool. Yeah, Faith still doesn't trust them. Doesn't trust them to, I don't know, follow through. Just doesn't want to be vulnerable at all because they haven't really included her. And Buffy wasn't even going to invite her or think about her until Joyce. No, but
1: Faith, just a few episodes, was going to kill Angel. True, true, true. Like, Faith, it, it, yeah, her circumstances are tragic. And also, it doesn't mean that Buffy can just forget all this stuff. Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is here. It's tricky. It is tricky. Which Buffy acknowledges when they are looking at the dead Christmas trees. Yeah. True. But
2: they are stuck with Faith. God, it's hard to have two slayers. It is, yeah. It's unnatural. It is is what it is, truly. So after this is when Angel shows up at Giles' door. Who did you think it was when he opened the door? He tastes his sauce. Oh yeah, little taste. A oh, oh, little more salt. Just a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cooking. I got my suspenders down. This is casual. Uh, did you? I thought it was Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Because who else would go there at night? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was Buffy. So you were surprised. Yes.
3: <gasps>
1: oh, I'm so glad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. Especially, I mean, I don't think we have seen Angel and Giles interact. At all. At all since since the thing. No. I don't think.
1: No, because he gets knocked out when evil watcher mm-hmm. Gwendolyn Post comes. He's in hospital. Yep.
2: He gets knocked out. He's not... A part of it, mm-hmm. they've deliberately like kept them apart, and I think Giles has done that as of well, of course. Yeah, why would you like? And he is, I think, restraining himself from just murdering probably Angel. Yeah, uh, so Angel says, You're the only one who can help me. I'm having these horrible dreams. They're more than dreams, they're, yeah, they're he visions. Knows. Yeah, yeah. there's something demonic. He, he's being visited, he's yeah. being haunted, like you said earlier. Yeah, this is beyond dreams so yeah Giles is like what the fuck and he grabs his crossbow it's amazing and I mean we're all thinking it this is where Jenny Callender was murdered yeah. Oh,
1: and this is where she shows up yes
2: yes uh, Rabia is back I know it's amazing and we'll talk about it but she's in the outfit from yeah. Passion oh. they're all wearing the outfit that they were killed in yes yes so yeah. cool, um. So nice to see her back in this episode. Wow, this season we've just—they're like bring everyone we like back, bring the master back, bring Jenny Calendar back, bring Spike back, bring everybody back. Yep, it's awesome. Yep. Uh, so yeah, um, Jazz is like, I guess, I guess I'll help you. I'll invite you yes. in. I don't know, whatever. And then Angel sees Miss Calendar and kind of freaks and leaves.
1: Angel asks giles to help him figure out why he was b- brought back
2: from a hell dimension ah uh, yes Giles, oh, well, i think i wrote finally we're asking some questions here yes. the questions that have been in my mind why why did this happen yes amazing because for a while it was like why isn't anyone asking the questions like we're all thinking it we're just accepting it yeah as what happens. Yeah. This isn't what happens. I'm so glad. I was so glad. I was like, finally Angel's asking what the fuck has happened. <laughs> for me, it makes sense. I mean, I,
1: I can't quite remember if I was frustrated like you were about, I was just so grateful to have Angel back mm-hmm. that maybe I was more comfortable having these very, very uh, loose explanations slash no explanations for these huge plot arcs Mm -hmm. in the show the first time around but I also feel like the reason why some of the characters aren't asking these questions is because they're too painful Mm. Uh, like I think it's too we don't actually talk about Angel very much Mm -hmm. at all like the group can't really without triggering Buffy Buffy really can't without worrying them like it's all so fragile Yeah. so finally it, for me it feels like okay this is the one person who can and should be asking these things because it is about him
2: who we speak yeah angel instead of everybody talking about angel it's true it's why i was so frustrated because i was like why doesn't angel say anything ever <laughs> stupid <laughs> <laughs> but he says a lot in this episode so i'm i'm satisfied uh he sees jenny runs away <gasps> and then we get this Irish angel scene. Irish angel. How's his accent? Oh, it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) You're more of an accent queen than me, but yes, it's terrible. (sighs) It doesn't, like, matter because he's
1: a vampire um, in, like, a Captain Hook wig. Like, he's... (laughs) It's so over the top. It's so over the top. And it's not... Like it's not real snow, it's not real Dublin, it's not real like it's a it's a f- sort of like we aren't doing realism, so oh, it no. doesn't bother me, but yeah, like David Boreanaz does an amazing California accent, and yeah. that's
2: about it, <laughs> so in this dream, haunting uh is when he eats a maid mm hmm He's like threatening her and yet yeah, playing with her, mm-hmm. yeah, it's awful mm-hmm. uh, she's one of the ones who comes and haunts him later on in the mansion mm-hmm. uh and this is when he wakes up and he sees Miss Calendar in the mansion, so this is the first time the the hauntings have been in his in his home, yeah, yeah, and she's talking to him and yeah.
1: And Buffy was in his dream.
2: Yes. He sees her after he's eaten this maid. And then she wakes up too. And she knows she's been in the dream. And she watched him eat a young woman. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So
1: she's essentially in, she's in his dream. It's her nightmare of Angelus being back. But it's of a real thing. It's of a real thing.
2: Yeah. And she knows when she woke up that it's, it. She was in his dream. Yeah, she just knows it that she wasn't dreaming herself. You know, no. And she seeks Buffy. Goes to Giles. Right and away. Is like, what the fuck? This this happened. Angel's being weird. Number one. Number two. I was just in his dream. Something's going on here.
1: And Giles <laughs> is like, I know.
2: <laughs> he came <laughs> to me too. <laughs> Oh, fuck, I hate this. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we'll spend the holidays researching. Uh, And this is when Xander pops out and is like, what are we doing? It's actually quite sweet. It's a good gesture. You made a noise. Yeah, because he's like, listen, you know, I want to help. Maybe it's the Hanukkah spirit. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Why does he do it? Does he feel... Okay, I'm going to just try and answer my own question here. Why does he do it? Mm -hmm. So he's broken up with Cordy. He feels, he feels... Yeah, Cordy... Cordy broke up with him. They've they've broken up. Yeah. Um, He feels sad about that. He feels a little bit lost. He feels like, I don't know, a bit just like useless, I think. I also think he does feel bad about how it all went down with Angel. He doesn't say it all. (laughs) He doesn't say anything like that. But these are all things I think he's thinking. I think you're
1: right. Do you think he feels badly for what he did to Cordelia? I do think so. Yep. Do you think that that experience changes the way he looks at Buffy and Angel's relationship?
2: Hmm. That's interesting. It's quite deep for but maybe. Subconsciously. Yeah, maybe subconsciously. Now that he's not perfect in relationships, mm. now that he's made a
1: massive mistake. Yeah, yeah. Now that his friends still love him, mm-hmm. despite having made a massive transgression for their age, for their contexts, for their times. Yeah. And their, And his friends stuck with him mm-hmm. and accepted him. And they are honest with him. Like, a few episodes back, you know, Xander is having, like, a battle of the laughter at the bronze. And Buffy's like, yeah, I know we're here and everything and I I, I want to be positive. But C-Cord- what happened to Cordelia is really shitty and it, us versus her feels really bad. And, yeah. like, he's got – he's lucky enough to have friends that are honest with him. Yeah. I think that makes a person – Less inclined to get on their high horse and punish others around them when they feel like they too have made mistakes. Yeah.
2: And Xander can be such a, a heart when he yes. wants to, you know, yes. even if it's not in so many words. But this action, he does. he's like an acts of service kind of guy. And if this episode is about
1: accepting people and their past, well, we have to accept Xander and his past. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But I honestly, it was it's a great gesture. Yes. Because he could come in like he has come in in the past, guns a-blazing about Angel. But he, instead he chooses to help. Which he admits. Yeah. So they're all going to research. Willow shows up and is like, what are we doing? This is you. This is you. I
1: would be like, <laughs> it is. Uh, if we
2: like had a problem,
1: you'd be like, all right, we're going to solve it over Christmas holidays. We're just going to do it. We're just going to spend every day in the library. Reading about this one watcher's beats in his garden and...
2: So cute. We're just going to do it. And is
1: there just not something Christmassy about, like, reading old books? Definitely. I love it. <sighs> God, I don't
2: know. Uh, reading books at Christmas is yeah. the best. Yeah. It's the best. So... <laughs> Angel is like being tortured in his, like psychologically in his mansion. And I just wrote like classic, like him, him just being like on all fours, like, Ugh! like, it's just so good at it. Oh, God. He's so good at being tortured. He's a natural. In yeah. in the alternative dimension, he's being tortured too. He's just, you know, it's his, it's his uh, lot in life. He is. He's the damsel. In of every the show. dimension, yes. he's being tortured like this. Yeah. Um, and this is interesting. So Jenny Callender, evil. Jenny Callender is kind of telling him how shitty he is. And he's like, but I I was young. I never even had a chance to to be good or to live a life. And she's like, yeah, you were a piece of shit before. And then there's this flashback of a drunk, like, man, Irish angel. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, I think
1: it's four seconds. Yeah. And it's just him... Slamming like a schooner down on a table and falling over in his boot, yes. going in the air, like cut right back to serious mansion
2: self-loathing it's so funny. did
1: you think this was really Jenny Calendar? No. Do you think it's really Jenny Calendar? No, ok. I don't. Did you ever? Um
2: no. ok. Not even when she appears behind Giles. no, because. Before that, like the, the visions had been appearing, and I just, I just didn't think this was okay, Jenny cool. Calendar.
1: I don't think you're supposed to.
2: I think you're supposed to understand that this is like emotional manipulation. Yes, and Jenny Calendar wouldn't be like this. Yeah, it's just not her. It's like when Drew is being her, like you know, like I just, it's not her.
1: <gasps> there we go again. Jenny Calendar's been used. Yeah. Ugh. Many times. I hadn't thought of that, but it, that's
2: so true. Mm-hmm. We've seen this already. Yes. She's been used because she is like the crux of like this horrible, yes, horrible thing that happened to them all. She is the first cut is the deepest. Baby, I know.
1: The first cut <laughs> the is the deepest. The <laughs> first
2: cut is the deepest. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> and then we get Buffy Angel's. Sexy oh. dream. Oh. So Buffy has fallen asleep in the library and Angel falls asleep on like a Coffee table, table. <laughs> uh, to like torture himself on the table or whatever. It's just really funny. I was like, Buffy is having a very sexy dream in public right now in the <laughs> library. Woo. She's behind the stacks. I know. But yes. It, but it's... like, wow, I was like, oh, um, but it's this is obviously like a. It's a sexy dream, but it's like a it's like a they've they're not consenting in it. It's no, being like this is the made. First evil. Yeah. Yes. And they're like fucking Yeah. <laughs> they're doing it. They're taking each other's clothes off. Like this is a recreation of their night together, of course. We even get the the tat shoulder yep. shot, like, you know, the whole thing. So it's it's sexy, but it's it's also very scary. Like, they're not yeah. really consenting to this sexy dream. I know when I first watched this, I wondered if Angel could lose his soul in a dream. <gasps> Amazing. Wow. So. Yes. That's a good thought. Um, because the next time we see
1: him is in Buffy's room.
0: <gasps>
1: like, he has the conversation with Miss Calendar. Yes. And it's obvious, yeah, Miss Calendar. Well, maybe it's not obvious. Maybe that's too strong a word. But it... it, it feels it doesn't feel right it, mm-hmm. it feels like this dream yeah something is up yes wow and they're being manipulated and, and they are not in control mm-hmm.
2: and giles finds in the library like right after this sexy dream who these things are yes it's the first the yes. first evil
1: and this is where we learn about
2: the harbingers, the bringers. Yes. With their no-eyes. Yeah, who are the monk no-eyed men who bring the first evil. Yeah. Or they, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They summon them, whatever. Yeah. And they don't know where they are. Yeah. Buffy's like, I just want to punch something. and So they're all struggling because they don't really know what to do about this because it's all in their heads. Um, Buffy's just trying to find, like, a physical manifestation so she can yeah. beat them up. Yeah, which is what she knows how to do. Yeah, so they decide to go to Willie's. Oh, yeah. to <laughs> totally forgot to uh, I don't know, get some info. This yeah. is great. We haven't seen him since last season either. Oh, yeah. Great to bring him back. Everybody's back for Christmas. We're getting a more three dimensional world yeah. with every episode in season three. Very fun. <laughs> so Xander and Buffy go in there and uh <laughs> and uh he's like the slayer's here the slayer hello slayer and all the vampires like like take a hike Oh, yeah. the back <laughs> it's very funny. Uh she comes in peace. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he genuinely is like oh hey. like I don't know they had like a pretty there was some altercations last time because Willie is obviously kind of uh, nebulous to who he aligns with. He is chaotic neutral yes absolutely but uh he's glad to see them xander like intimidates him it's very cute, cute. so willie says he's heard on the underground which is like the people who live, <laughs> live underground, underground. <laughs> creatures who live underground that there's some the uh, maybe these guys are hanging out underground somewhere that's what they find out from willie and then they go back into the blazing sun, but it's also uncharacteristically warm, yeah, because they all keep remarking on it, yeah, yeah, so
1: I think if we're to believe that this weird winter cold front no sun snow day <laughs> is a sign mm-hmm. from the powers that be mm-hmm. that angels shouldn't kill himself
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i think the rising temperature of the episode we could also say is affected by the hellish demonic act like i think we're supposed to believe that like even the natural forces such as weather are aware of the workings of sunnydale they're aware of angels precarious destiny sure
2: I buy it, yeah, I wasn't quite sure when I was watching, yeah, it wasn't a hundred percent clear to me, but that
1: I think it's abstract. I don't think you necessarily have to feel any which way about the weather, mm-hmm. but because there's this essentially Deus ex machina, yes, weather <laughs> style at the end, hmm,
2: I think it's fair game, yeah, yeah, totally, I buy it. I- so, then next we have a sexy Willow. <laughs> so, Oz and Willow are going to hang out and watch a video, and then we've got super sexy Willow. In her, like, velvet... House. House, yeah. What? I was like, how is the entire living room, like, Carpeted. sex den? Yeah. Yeah, it is sex den. It's, like, all red and burgundy, and she's playing berry White. <laughs> no. Very funny. Can't
0: get enough mm-hmm. of your love, mm-hmm. babe. Yeah.
2: And even even Oz remarks on it. Yeah, it's so cute. And Oz, uh, and she's got like pop in the in the champagne bucket. I think it's a phantom. <laughs> yeah, it is a phantom. It's so cute. Oh, it's so funny. And like Oz is like, what the fuck is going on? Oh. Um, it's so cute. And Willow's like, I want to do the thing. Um, which is very cute. I also think if you can't talk about it using real terms, you maybe shouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's fine that, you know, that, yeah, that there's a few more steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we find, okay, we find out Oz has done it before because mm-hmm, he he's a mature man. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's like, yeah, I want to. I really appreciate this, but, uh, But I want it to happen a bit more organically, and I don't want you to feel like you have to do this to prove that... Yeah, that you owe me. Yeah. This is so mature. Oh, Oz just makes all the right moves in this episode. He
1: does, and he's just... I think he's just so clear about what he wants. Yeah. And what he wants, he shares with Willow because it affects her. Yeah.
2: Oh, he's the best. He's the best. And then they make out. Yeah, exactly, right? They're just like. Just make out. Yeah. yeah.
1: And watch your videos. Video. And your PJs above the blankets in a few scenes.
2: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> above the blankies. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I know. It's <laughs> just funny because the next time they cut to them, they are in
1: their pajamas above the blankets. Yeah.
2: Joyce has the fireplace going. in. Oh, yeah. Why do they even have fireplaces in California? <laughs> um, for their rituals aesthetic
1: for their christmas rituals Mm -hmm. but that's why the joke about should we turn on the air conditioning is so funny that is funny
2: uh so they've got christmas set up it's it's all cute in their giant house just the two of them and then faith shows up at the door so nice everyone it's just the christmas spirit has everyone you know making amends if you will yes all around. Mm-hmm. Men's all around. So Faith comes and is like, I'm going to spend Christmas Eve and I brought you shitty presents. I love that so much.
1: They're <laughs> crappy. They're
2: crappy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's the gesture.
1: like, she doesn't come empty-handed and, yeah. I don't know, that often goes a long way with me.
2: Totally. So, so. cute. And Buffy's surprise sees her, you know, brings her in. It's like, I'm going to go get the pre- uh, presents for Faith upstairs. And then this is when Angel in her room yeah it's it's this is quite scary he's acting wild he the camera keeps cutting to his perspective and he's like it's like fuzzy and like close-up he's like looking at Buffy's like bare shoulders I feel like I felt like yeah looking at her neck yeah her her like the voyeur thing was just showing us like her flesh like she's Specifically wearing almost like such a little teeny shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh Uh-huh. And Jenny Callender is there. Evil evil Jenny, the first evil, kind of egging him on. Like just basically what the first evil wants him to do is kill Buffy.
1: Or have sex with her.
2: Ah. Rape her. Yeah. Rape her or kill her. Yeah.
1: So that. Probably both would make him lose his soul, honestly. For sure. Yeah. I think having, if we can say that, Mm -hmm. having Buffy, when you're a vampire, I think having a, a, okay, so vampirism is based on penetration. Mm -hmm. In English, Western vampire lore, it's all based on a metaphor for penetration. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons it's so transgressive is that women can be vampires and so they can penetrate men.
0: Uh-huh. So, this
1: is one of the th- big things that is floating around in like 1898 Dublin, for example, is this idea. Uh-huh. So, th- this perspective that Angel has on Buffy, I think, is supposed to do double duty. I think it's supposed mm-hmm. to say either rape her and make her uh, uh, rape her, and so you'll lose your soul. And then you'll kill her or just kill her. And I think you'd lose your soul anyway. Both, I think, means lead to the same end, which is angel without a soul. Yeah. Which I think is
2: what the first wants. Because, yeah, it it's interesting to be like, what, what does the first want? The first wants evil. Like, yeah. because they're... <laughs> I love that. As they say, as they, like, <laughs> okay, we got it. You're evil. But like... What do they want for evil to yeah. be in the world, right? Like, that's that's what they want. And Angelus is evil. Like, we established that. I mean, good and evil is very, we talk a lot about it in this show, good and evil is very, there's lots of gray. But but Angelus is evil yeah, he, and has done so many evil actions. Which is the first like, likey? Yeah.
1: Angel is powerful. Mm, yep. Yeah. Angel summoned a Kothla who was going to suck the world into hell. Yeah. Which, as far as we know, is the closest to Armageddon that the show has ever brought us to. Mm-hmm. The Master was going to come back and he was, he killed Buffy. Sure, that's mm-hmm. evil. Angel was going to suck the entire world into hell and almost did it if it wasn't for Buffy, some quick thinking, and some killing of a boyfriend. But yeah. like, we were 30 seconds away from. All human beings being dead.
2: Totally. Yeah. He's the, he's the worst. Yes. Be so hot. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so this is scary. Buffy's like, what the fuck? I just want to help you. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she quite realizes she's like this close to. I don't think so. Because she's very, she's quite like vulnerable and she's like, I just want to help you. What's going on? And his
1: actions and his words aren't matching up. Mm -hmm. He
2: reminds me, I think
1: the perspective is also supposed to make us feel like he's intoxicated. Ah, yes. Because it's like swaying and blurry. He's also saying things like, you have to stay away from me. You have to stay away from me. Meanwhile, he's slowly approaching her and is in her bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: it's not making any sense. And he's, it's like he's fighting it too. Yeah. and he does. He jumps out the window. God, it's so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> They're all so dramatic. He does a dive roll. Yeah. Uh, and this is when um, Buffy runs out of the house and runs over to Giles to be like, we have to do something. Now. It's, it's something he's going, being erratic. Like, I, I'm afraid someone's going to get hurt. And this is when Giles says, you might have to kill him again (laughs) that's that's a lot i was like huh how much can you ask someone so then angel goes back to the mansion he's like he's like torturing himself and you know jenny calendar's like if you just kill buffy it'll all be over you know this is why
1: we brought you back yeah
2: you'll have peace Mm. Uh Huh? um so we find out the first brought him back it says. Maybe. maybe. I don't know if it's true. I don't know. I don't, because what we saw him come back was when Buffy went to the mansion. She places the ring on the ground. And that is, to me, what summoned him back.
1: I think you're right.
2: Because, so that's why I was like, I don't know if this is true, what these people are saying. And
1: Buffy says, so if, so, a big <clears throat> evil takes responsibility for bringing you back and it you buy it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, because that's what we saw is is Buffy brought him back kind somehow. We don't really know why or how, but the ring, something to do with Buffy and the ring.
1: And why didn't he come back as Angelus then? Mm.
2: Yeah, he came back as Angel. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know he went into the hell dimension as, as Angel, Angel, but he comes back greasy, naked baby, in yeah. the dark, as an animal, a tortured animal, mm-hmm. in the same spot he died. Yep. It just feels like resurrection to me. It it just feels like second chance. And
2: if the, if the first brought him back, why weren't they there then? You know, it, yeah. it, none of it makes sense. They're no. just talking out of their ass.
1: Yeah, I think they're posturing.
2: Totally. So... He's being, like, psychologically tortured, though. And he's like, I can't kill Buffy. I will kill myself. <laughs> so dramatic. Unexpected. Yes. They're like, no, no, no. That's not what I want you to do. Uh, get back here. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, well, it'll do. <laughs> this is the other reason
1: why I don't think the first brought him back is because it seems that Angel killing himself wasn't what they intended, but it is they're okay with it. Sure. Which, why would you bring something back if you're that okay with them
2: dying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So he goes to, like, the, the know, hill to, like, stand and yeah, wait. Yeah, he goes to sun, sun, like, Sunrise Hill. <laughs> yeah, sure. It looks like he goes
1: over, t- like, to look at the town.
2: Yeah. It's like the hill. We've, we've never really been to this location, but. No, this
1: is new spot.
2: Buffy and Giles are like, they're like combing through the books, like, where? We have to find the guys. Uh, and this is when they read the passage, like, nothing grows above under, or, below. or below. And Buffy remembers the dead Christmas trees. trees. Yes. And it's like she's grasping at straws. It's all she's got. Sure. And it's true. It works. She goes and she just, uh, you know, uh, Ch- chops the ground apart and with an axe, Yep. Yeah, and uh, just uh, right down the hole to the little lair, very similar to the master's little lair. Miss him, <laughs> 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 love him. Uh, they're all chanting about uh, no. under there with the first evil, uh, you know, and uh, they so. What happens here? She she like you know fights the first evil a bit and it's very short and then it, like a big, uh, spirity evil demon is like blah and then like dissipates. Like, mm-hmm. did she defeat them or did it just go away somewhere? Good question. Don't know. Mm. So in
1: my understanding of the order of events, mm-hmm. she goes down into the hole. Yeah. She approaches the harbingers she smashes the she fights the bringers yeah uh, they flee she dashes all the runes and all the ritual accoutrement mm-hmm. dashes it all there's obviously a bandy of words Miss Calendar appears they chat mm-hmm.
0: you won't get Angel hmm. you think you can fight me I'm not a demon little girl I am something that you can't even conceive the first evil Beyond sin, beyond death. I am the thing that darkness fears. You'll never see me, but I am everywhere. Every being, every thought, every drop of hate. All right, I get it. You're evil. Do we have to chat about it all day?
3: Angel will be dead by sunrise.
1: Final power play is the first transforming, transfiguring into a weird um, demon-clawed... It's like
2: a Pokemon. A
1: Pokemon or It's like forum. a Ghastly. Like it is. Kind of like a Ghastly. <laughs> I like to think of it, it kind of looks like an early uh, version of
2: like a Balrog. Sure, sure, sure. It's like before it evolved. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's sort of goatish, sort of crabbish, sort of
2: ghosty. Yeah, yeah. It, anyway. it was quite fast. I'll get a screenshot, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then she runs up to Angel at this this hill.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's defeated. I don't think so. I think that's fair. I don't think so. But it, it has perhaps done its work and is, like, off to evil somewhere else. Could be. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I, it didn't feel like it was defeated. No, just
1: stopped. And the conclusion, like the closure of this episode, really isn't the first evil. Hmm. The con- the closure of this episode is really this fucking elephant in the room, which is Buffy and Angel's relationship. Yeah, and and Angel's experience of returning uh after doing unspeakable things to his girlfriend, which we finally
0: discuss. That thing that was haunting
3: it you. It wasn't haunting me. It was showing me. Showing you? What I am. Were. It never shall be. I wanted to know why I was back. Now I do.
0: You don't know. Some great evil takes credit for bringing you back and you buy it. You just give up.
3: I can't do it again, Buffy. I can't become a killer. Then fight it. It's too hard. Mm
0: -mm. Angel, please, you have to get inside.
3: It told me to kill you. You were in the dream, you know. It told me to lose my soul in you and become a monster
0: again. I know what it told you. What does it matter? Because I
3: wanted to! Because I want you so badly. I want to take comfort in you. And I know it'll cost me my soul. And a part of me doesn't care. I'm weak, I've never been anything else. It's not the demon in me that needs killing Buffy, it's the man.
0: You're weak, everybody is. Everybody fails. Maybe this evil did bring you back, but if it did, it's because it needs you. And that means that you can hurt it. Angel, you have the power to do real good, to make amends. But if you die now, then all that you ever were was a monster. Angel, please, the sun is coming Just up. Just go. I
3: won't. So you think this is simple? You think there's an easy answer? You can never understand what I've done. Now go.
0: This last
2: scene is so amazing. It's so emotional. It's so, it's like everything I wanted, from Angel, like literally him just saying his feelings and stuff, <laughs> and like what he's thinking, it's so good. were oh, you shedding a tear?
1: Oh, I do every time <laughs> I told Marley before we started that I watched this episode like every six months <laughs> because it's the conversation I feel like uh, I just feel like everybody wants to have this conversation with an ex-partner or with an ex-friend or with like I just feel like this is laying it all on the line
2: and they are they're like yeah really bearing bearing it
1: all and it's so painful like the reality is in our world some of these things are too painful to even discuss and so just ending relationships or moving on is the right thing to do absolutely um, it's the right thing to do for everyone. We
2: can't always hash out no. everything. It's it's not healthy all no. the time, you know. And it's
1: not necessarily like a failing relationship isn't doesn't a relationship ending doesn't mean it failed. So yeah. but for Buffy and Angel, they have not discussed any of this at all.
2: Yeah. At all. And now Angel's going to go kill himself? Yeah. He thinks it's going to be the best outcome for everyone. That that Buffy will stop being tortured. That he will stop torturing people. And that the potential
1: for him to cause harm will be gone. Yes. Because even the fact that he's not causing harm right now, or he's not, he's Angel. He's not Angelus. Mm. He says, it's not the demon that needs killing Buffy, it's the man. Yes. And you're like, whoa!
2: whoa! <laughs> and... And Buffy even says, like, you can do good. You can be good. You can make amends. And we've talked about this before. Like, how how can you make amends? How can you rectify these sins, these evil, terrible things that he's done? A lifetime. I guess it's a lifetime of making amends, like, of doing good.
1: She says it's hard work and it's hard and it's every day. Yeah. That's what she says. Also, he was at a hell, he was in a hell dimension. We don't have those in real world. Mm-hmm. All of our monsters in our real world, we can't banish them to a hell dimension. They will still exist in our societies. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this metaphor is. Yes. We have to deal with it. Yep. They have to deal with it. We have to figure out these people do not just disappear.
2: Yeah, we don't just put them away somewhere and don't talk uh about no. It. And forget about it. And this is they start beating each other up a little bit, mm-hmm.
1: which they need to do. Buffy hits him. He throws her to the ground. She or it's like a push, punch, hit, fall to the ground, grapple. Yeah,
2: grapple. and then like a
1: begging, pleading.
2: Am I a righteous man? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's a it's so good. Uh, righteous. It's very interesting. Very old timey. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of this is also cloaked in this, like, old-fashioned, I mean, he's from an old time and a uh, sin. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about God very mm-hmm. much in this show, but righteous is very, mm-hmm. it's kind of biblical to me. Well, when
1: you're a vampire and you, you know, in less than, like, less than a year ago, you summoned to hell dimension. And then you were brought back from the dead, it an oily. And then somehow the sun doesn't rise and you are saved by the sun not coming up. You are saved by the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's just something so poetic and beautiful about it. Yes. And for me, the fact that the snow comes and the sun doesn't come up says, Angel, you were brought back by something else. For
2: a reason. Yes. Yes. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wonder what Jesus was really like.
2: Anyway. Just like, like
1: angel. Yeah, I think and so. Naked and oily. And probably really hot. And probably hot. So it's it's that. And they finally get to, to talk about their
2: love. Yeah, she says, like, I love you so much, you know? And I know what you did because you did it to me. Yeah. I know what you did
1: because you did it to me. And I...
2: I accept it. But yeah, you can't do anything more evil than the things that have been done to me.
1: I wished I wished you dead. Yeah. But I don't. Mm.
2: It's amazing. It's amazing. Mhm.
1: Like we forget how fucked up Buffy is about this relationship. Mhm. And it's such a it could
2: be such a beautiful relationship. I know. It's sad. It's it is really sad. This is so painful. This is so painful right here. Like and it is I don't know. At the end they're holding hands. They are. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> so the end of this whole blowout and you know <laughs> basically convincing him that he, he can he can make amends and not to kill himself. Uh then we get a Christmas miracle. miracle. <laughs> Starts snowing. In California. Everyone's like, oh, ah, and like Oz and <laughs> Willow are like, oh, ah, and like Xander in his sleeping bag outside. And Giles goes to Giles. the window. You know, I miss Cordy. I know. We didn't have I her. She's not, she's not in the gang anymore. I know. I miss her. I know. I miss her too. Mm-hmm. But you know, everyone else sees the Christmas miracle uh, faith and joy. And, and you know, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us, everyone. Yeah, Angel isn't
1: given the option to kill himself. Yeah, like he doesn't even have to make the choice. It's just not possible. The yeah. sun's not gonna come up today. Mm-hmm. Don't expect to su- see the sun at all today, Sunnydale. Like the newscaster yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's,
2: it's like great. what. And that foam snow at the end. Anyone who lives in the land of snow, like a laugh at that foamy you know, snow it's so curvaceous. It's, I know. Snow doesn't look like that. No. <laughs> but we I I'll I'll allow it. Yeah. You'll allow it. Uh it's truly a Christmas miracle. Yeah, this is a very lovely ending to this episode. Oh,
1: I'm so glad that this conversation is as satisfying for you as it is for me. Yes. I sometimes don't know what my, like, goo-goo eyes do to the Buffy-Angel relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I just know that legitimately there are lots of super-duper fans, like, super-duper fans who just, like, Buffy and Angel just doesn't do it for them. Yeah. But they still love the show and they have other things that make them go goo-goo. Mm-hmm. So, but this this conversation is choice.
2: It's really good. Yeah. You can't deny. No. You can't deny it. Um... That they were, you know, meant to be together. Okay, Irish Angel. <laughs> <laughs> that wig, you said it. It's a Cordelia cut. It looks like it's Cordelia's wig <laughs> to me. So funny. And that fucking little mustache it's so funny they were like we gotta make him look a uh, kind of different
1: <laughs> i know and then they light him it's so bright it's
2: so weird yeah uh, yeah it's very bizarre costume yeah. choice but <laughs> yeah
1: i know i yeah stuff the stuff in the past it just feels like it could use a treatment it could all just use a treatment in post a little darker
2: sure make it look a bit old timey yeah like everything looks so perfect it, yeah. it
1: also though i i love it i love it because i love the past and and i think angel's ridiculous different looks over the ages also kind of makes sense like i think if people were to take a snapshot of us now and look at us 200 years from now we would also look completely
2: ridiculous it's true but yeah it's pretty funny. But it's bad Yeah. Okay, then Buffy has bangs. Tiny. She never had them or they're just, I just didn't notice them, but I don't know. It felt like these tiny bangs, I swear they're new. I think they are new.
1: Yeah. I think that they've also, I think they're new. And also she has these like baby wisps that sometimes we put out, but we've definitely
2: cut new ones and more in the front. I feel like it's meant to show that some time has passed. Yes, They're like the thinnest little baby short. They're so funny. They're horrible. (laughs) Like, I just think she looks
1: so hot in that first scene when she meets Angel with the present on the street. Uh But I can admit that the bangs are kind of ridiculous. They're so
2: weird. And like... Later she sort of style. she can style them like out of her the face so they're more just like layery kind of things, but these like teeny bangs yeah. like three bangs. Yeah, they're pretty so weird. So funny. <laughs> uh Willow is wearing I I like these jeans. They're like gray, bit oversized, and then she's got these this long sleeve kind of Um, multicolored weird Mm -hmm. shirt and Mm -hmm. it's got like a Russian doll on the Mm -hmm. front Mm -hmm. but I love these jeans These, I think they're purple oh like a lavender I think so okay I I saw gray but you you're probably right and I think they're like a painter's pant like I think there's some loops and hoops yeah they're kind of like thicker I think they're cool yeah but I don't know about the top but the the pants are cool and then Buffy has a black tank with, like, a very glittery butterfly at school. Yes. It's just, she just loves a butterfly. I know. Well, we're transforming. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think it is, like... No, she wears butterflies constantly, no, butterfly it, it, it in the it all hair. Mean, it all means something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this butterfly doesn't mean anything. <laughs> just, like, a 90s butterfly. <laughs> and then Miss Calendar's outfit. I we, know. We talked about this in, in Passions, but... Like, it's, I love it. It's the the spaghetti strap with the sheer. Green. Yeah, with, like, lilies on it and the long skirt. It's so beautiful. Yeah, she's a sage goddess. Yes, she looks like a beautiful, yeah, goddess lady, yeah, yeah. goddess witch lady. Yeah. Oh, so sad to see her in her outfit. It's just awful. I love it. Uh... And then Willow has a very Christmassy outfit on. When they're researching in the library, she comes in. She's happy. They She gotten back together with Oz. She has a super Christmas outfit on. It's funny because she's Jewish. But it's like her red pants, green shirt, and then like a kind of Christmas knit sweater Aww. over top. It's super Christmas themed. And I think it's because she's in a really good mood because yeah. she's back with Oz. Yeah, So cute. But okay, let's just talk about her sexy dress because you yeah. brought it up. I love it. Me too. Crushed velvet. Yeah. It's it's is it pink. It's like a deep pink. Yeah. I think it's yeah. not red. The whole room is red. Yeah. But I I think this is like a deep pink. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. And it's quite a short skirt. It's short and then deep V. We can see a, a little a little cleavage yeah. from her little tiny and long boobies. sleeve. Yeah. Long sleeve. Yeah. I know. It's a good dress. Very good. I love it. It's my favorite outfit of the episode, I think. This outfit,
1: I can remember thinking, Will
2: looks like a witch. <gasps> she does me. look witchy. Velvet is very witchy. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Love a velvet. Xander has a cute, like, baseball kind of shirt on when they go to Willie's. I think it looks good. Black sleeves, gray. It's like... More fitted. Fits him. I like when Xander and Buffy hang out together. It's cute. It is cute. They used to hang out a lot more together, but now Xander's single. He can (laughs) hang out with other single ladies, and they're not like
1: They don't have. They're not having a huge fight over Angel. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's awkward to be around a friend because you just have had this argument. You just need a bit of time before you get alone time. It feels like that's what's happened to them. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to come out of that alone time, time
2: out time. Yep. And they're just having one-on-one time. It's nice. So, Buffy, when Angel comes into her room... Buffy is wearing like the smallest little spaghetti strap, but I think it's velvet. It is red. Have you ever seen like a velvet? It's just velvet is like a wintry fabric, it's warm. (laughs) But like to wear a spaghetti strap velvet top is so weird to me. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's fashion. It's like Christmassy, but like it's so hot out that there's no sleeves. I like, know. It's I know. so Funny. I still love it, but it's so weird. I know. We have to say it's so weird. I know. And she's not wearing her cross. No. Yeah, interesting. Her hair is done real mm-hmm. nice, little twist. Hmm. <clears throat> but
1: yeah, velvet. Faith comes over in not a Christmas color. Yeah, what is she wearing? Beige, mm. beige and black, a beige little corduroy coat, sort of mm. jean jackety coat thing. Yeah, yeah, and like a gray, uh, blackish t-shirt underneath. Uh, and then, and then when she goes to the door to see Buffy out, when she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll play babysitter. I'll play watchdog," she's wearing a gray, uh, sort of like camisole button up thing. It's just not. It's all dark, bland.
2: Yeah, obviously, she doesn't have no. the same wardrobe. No, and she has no clothes to dress up yeah. on Christmas Eve. Totally. Good catch. And Buffy and Angel at the end are just like good and evil. Like yeah. she's got a white trench yeah. and he's got his black, yeah. blacks on. So it's just, you know. She's his angel. Yeah. She's in white. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is. Buffy wears white all the time, but it's just so clear that they're yeah. like kind of good and evil right then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So good.
3: There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate.
2: Nothing too troubling to me. Just. Uh, an amazing episode, really. And just a lot of questions about how you feel
1: about redemption.
2: Yes. I mean, these questions we've talked about before. How how do you redeem yourself? Can you come back from these evils? Uh, this is so, I guess it's very present in all our minds. Like, this, these are the questions we're all asking ourselves all the time. Like, how how do you come back from... Evil actions or or actions, yeah, in general. And I think it's like a question that all humans ask
1: at all periods of time is, "What are the things? This, what makes an undesirable? Like, mm-hmm. what are the things our society says is undesirable? And then, if you find yourself as an undesirable, how do you re-enter society? Because there is no actually leaving society. There's yeah. no doesn't work that way yeah so if we're just honest about that Mm -hmm. how but there's still real harm how do you make amends Mm -hmm. yeah do you make amends are there people where it just is never possible for and you have to go to a different community i don't know i don't know and this is what angel is grappling with uh, and Buffy finds herself in love with a killer. Mm-hmm.
2: In love. I mean, it's not Angel. It's Angelus. But with someone who, like, you can't separate them, no. though. Because he did do these actions. He did kill Jenny Callender. He did torture Giles. Yeah.
1: And Buffy killed him. Yep. So, and, and that demon is still... A possibility.
2: Yeah, it's not. It hasn't been eliminated from. We haven't found some magic spell to, which again is make him not a vampire. Which again is the metaphor of the day.
1: Yeah, you. The possibility of evil always exists. Mm -hmm. Okay, favorite line, me. Favorite liney. I've got mine. You go. Okay, so it's when Buffy's talking to the first evil. And she just says, All right, I get it. You're evil. Do you have to chat about it all day?
2: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Mine is from the same scene when she busts in there and says, Okay, 10 more minutes of chanting, and then you guys have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so cute.
2: It's, so it's funny. also so Christmassy. Yes. It's so funny.
1: Yeah, this episode is so good. New disc next week. Oh, I can't believe it. New disc. New disc. New New disc. disc. New disc. (laughs) Okay, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. We'll see you next time.
3: Bye. Bye. arg gur gur arg